what it do what it do what it do it is your girl brie coming at you with another bts segment what's your story share your story segment now i know it's a little late but it's okay because we are here and it is also pride month so yes we are here we are queer if you are shout out to you if you're not keep it moving but um i got a couple of bts spotlights not really um i'll keep y'all updated it's been kind of a kind of a doozy i've been doing so much and i promise you know i'm gonna get y'all what y'all want and we are here but until i post those and y'all just be on the lookout for that we are here with miss i want to pronounce it wrong girl Marie, but you can call me Cass. That's what I, everybody calls me. With Miss Cass, I like it because I'll yeah. fuck up somebody's <laughs> name in a minute in a heartbeat. So we're here with Miss Cass today, and we're going to be talking about her story, what she has going on, about her new book release. And I can't wait. And it's black people acting like black people in my neighborhood. Did you hear that? Y'all messing up the recording. Like, get it together. Go home. But we are here. So. The floor is now yours. Just give a quick introduction of uh about yourself, and you know, it's all yours. Hello, everyone. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for allowing me access to your platform. Um, I am very grateful for this opportunity to speak to you as well as your following, and I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have. Um, as it pertains to me, you know, when people ask that question, it's like, okay, which box do you want to give them? Because, <laughs> or which hat do you want to put on and describe? Because I wear so many hats. Uh, but I'm going to focus on what we're going to be talking about today, which is my debut book uh, called Original Design. Um, I recently finished and published my very first book, and it is a, a, self, a guided self-study. Um, and the whole purpose of the book, the inspiration of the book, is really to help people get connected with themselves. Um, we need and that. really to just recognize the gaps, you know. Uh, we are in our body and we think that that's enough. <laughs> right. But there's a level of awareness <clears throat> that we need to have in order to live fulfilling lives. Mm. Um, so I did my best to equip my readers with the information that will help them to um, accomplish that. Obviously, if I wrote this book, it's because it was a major issue for me. Um, in life, I recently posted this picture, I mean, this reel that showed me over the span of like 10 years Mm -hmm. and literally you just see my weight going up and down and up and down and up and down. And I know that just the quality of my life was just so unstable and it was based on things that it shouldn't be based on. So having come through all of that, I really wanted to share my experiences and the things that worked for me. Yes, well, I am here for it. Um, I'm all about 
uh, self-care. I'm all about finding yourself. I'm all about trying to involve yourself. Involve. Evolve yourself. And also getting involved with yourself. So we are here. So I got a couple of questions for you today. And hell, y'all. No. Girl, my iPad been dead for like five days. <laughs> it's back to life now. It's back to life. Like I only use this thing for my podcast. So all right. So what is it that you do for our community? that again it's, i'm just gonna put the top of the dome y'all this is live this is how we do it y'all know i'm just with it went to get down so yeah. what type what type of educating do you do like uh go a little bit more into your educating background um well to put it plainly um i taught english mm-hmm. to middle school and high school students mm-hmm. um for nine, nine, I don't know, nine or ten years. Um, so that's really where my uh, experience comes from. Okay, and that's pretty beautiful because um, we all need educators. Like growing up, I did look up to my teachers a lot uh, because when you're not at home, most of the time the kids are at school. Listen, they spend more time at school than they do at home because. Some of them have after-school activities. Mm-hmm. They not. Let's not even talk about high school. Some of these kids not getting home until after dinner time. I and was one of those. They, they doing their homework and getting to bed, getting what rest they can, and they're back in the schoolhouse. So it, we really don't account for the amount of time our children spend away from us, and they're with their teachers and the school staff. So basically, I could see you probably made a difference in a lot of these kids' lives. I did my best. Um, Looking back at it, I didn't teach a whole lot of English. I did, (laughs) but I did a whole lot more teaching life. Oh. (laughs) You got to learn the basis of life. I can't send you out of here. (laughs) I can't send you out of here just with the and the. I need you to know. Without the basic respect for, you know, yourself, others, um, I I would incorporate English in my attempt to um, just give them a space where they could explore because that's that's really what they're trying to do. They're trying to figure things out. Yes. And I used to have a daily journal question. And my kids would come in, there'd be a, a journal question on the board, and they all had a journal, and they would have to answer the question. And I would ask questions like, um, what's the difference between living and existing? Mm. 
So they'll have to sit back and think, you know, depending on the grade, they might be like, oh, miss, that's the same thing. What are you asking us? You know, a lot of those kids don't get asked questions like that. So right. they don't do a lot of deep thinking outside of watching anime. Um, so, <laughs> yes. So it was a really, it was a really a rewarding experience to just listen to the kids. I used to tell them that journal time was my time to learn. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time was their time to learn. And it was nice because there was this exchange where you sit down and talk to, talk to some kids. They'll put you up on some game they, because their heart is pure. Girl, it's like a child's wisdom is so pure and so authentic yes, to the point it where it's like scary it's like it is. It is. like where did you learn this like you only be on this earth for like 90 years like mm-hmm. where did you gain this but it gains with life experience and stuff and so speaking of english so by you being an educator in English wise, did that make you want to write a book from, uh, or was it more life experiences and stuff, or was it a benefit to helping you write your book? I think all everything that you described went into it. Um, I definitely felt pressure because um, I have a degree in English and I am known as a poet, mm-hmm. so people know I'm a writer. And I was probably just pressuring myself to um, write a book, but it was really that step, like that step into like that new book, you know, not even another season, none of that. We in a whole nother situation right now. It was a beautiful experience because it, it is like the catalyst for the career that I've always wanted, mm-hmm. um, which is to be an author and a public speaker. Oh, well, I can't. I'm, I'm gonna order it. Is it where can we find your book? Yeah, we're gonna get more to it, but where can we find your book for you? I posted um, information on that in the event, and I will also post it in the group. Okay. So you just need to visit my website, and then there you'll click original design and you'll be able to order the book. Okay, so about your book, yes, let's get into it, girl. Okay, so. I got like three questions that are gonna follow up. What made you write the book? Where did it stem from? And what was the process or the steps you had to take to writing your book? Okay, so I wanna say in 2016, I started a wellness company. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time I was married. I am no longer married at this time. I feel it. <laughs> Um, but my husband at the time had fallen ill. Okay. And, um, it was right around that time that everybody was kind of getting that stomach, that stomach problem, like Crohn's and the irritable bowels and just my tummy hurt. And I don't know why a lot of people were coming down with that all at the same time. And, um, he suffered some of those same symptoms and it just seemed like there was nothing we can do to reverse it. Right, And so at that point, I realized that it was going to have to take like a daily change. It was like something that needed to really change here. And um, at the time, he 
he was in school and I was just at home. <laughs> True. So I was like steady with the Netflix and um, I'm obsessed with documentaries. And I came across this documentary on juicing. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. The Australian guy, he juices for like 45 days or something. Oh, wow. He loses like 100 pounds. Like, it wow. Is, it is a good, it's a cool documentary. And um, when I watched it, I just became captivated. I can't even tell you why. I just became captivated. And before long, girl, I have a juicer. And before <laughs> long, I was juicing up everything, okay? And uh, the real inspiration was just to help him. But I didn't know that I was, I had like this passion for wellness. And so of course, you know, it was the age of social media. So I was posting all my juices, all my creation. And before long, uh, people were asking me to make it for them. So that's when I started the company and I started selling juice and other products that promote wellness. Okay. And um, that's when I really, like, I made that connection. Like, hey, you know, maybe this is a part of my life path, you know, my life mission um, is to explore and discover uh, wellness and to help people do the same thing. So I actually started the book in 2020. I was on a road trip. And that's for a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about that on a whole nother episode. But I was on a road trip and I started writing it. <laughs> but it wasn't until this year that I started to feel the effects of the changes that I made in my life. And that inspired me to start writing again. Because, because I was... I was seeing results and I could see that it was working. I felt confident about putting information in this book and standing by it and, and sharing it with everyone because sometimes we can just maybe do a little research or take some information from somewhere else and then move forward with it like it's ours. But that's not the, the kind of experience I was looking for. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know that whatever I was sharing um, and giving out there was real. Hmm. That's dope. So, like, when you was writing your book, what type of, like, steps did you take? And, like, what mindset did you have to be in? Or did you... Girl. I know. <laughs> When I started writing the book, I had set a deadline. I said, I'm finishing this book in April. I want to say it was like early February at the time when I had continue, started continuing it. And I just gave myself very strict deadlines. Um, I actually ended up finishing the book a week ahead of my deadline. So I was able to like give it out to some trusted friends who read it and then gave me additional feedback. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually in the process of writing the second book, which I am <laughs> in, the, in the midst of everything else that's going on. Um, my hope is that I'll be able to release that, the second book in the fall of this year. Oh, I can't wait because I'm going to get your book. And look, 
I'm more, I'm an auto book type of girl. I like to listen to auto books. I'm, a, I'm working on that too. I'm working on that as well. But I would sit down and read your book because I like, I like your, your title speaks to me in a way, the original design, because I'm always trying to figure out the original, the original copy of me. Like what? You are the original. That's the thing. You are the original. Um, and the minute you begin to compare yourself to someone else, you are doing yourself a disservice. You that are is literally true. sentencing yourself to death, and it is straight sabotage. That is true. Align yourself with someone else because you are original, and what is for you is for you, and it's not for not anybody else. Yes. I need to learn that more because I still be like, I guess growing up, it was more so like, okay, I know this is for me, you know, but I still be like, I want more. But I think that just comes out of like, like yearning for like more out of life, but I'm getting it, but I have to be more appreciative of what I already have and to move forward with it and to justify what I'm actually doing and be proud and dignified of what I'm doing. And that's, I guess that's what you call the original copy that all this is the original copy of what I'm going through and how I'm going through it. Yeah, those are gems. Um, Until we can look at what we have and like feel grateful and be appreciative you know, the stuff that we acquire is just going to fall into the same category of the stuff that we already have. Right. And if I didn't appreciate this ring light, I'm definitely not going to appreciate the next one. Hello. I'm going to break it before the week is over and I'm going to be upset and big mad. My bad. Girl, everything's just dying on me today. Is it back? Yes. Everything's just dying on me today, y'all. This, trust me, I'm usually more more prepared than this, but you are totally fine. No complaints coming from me. It's been a long week, y'all. It's been a long week. Girl, it's been working. But um, while this thing pops up, um, I want to know more about you. What's your story, like? What's your story? I'm very nosy, so I like to get into it. Like, tell me more about yourself. Like, you know, about me, I am honestly, I'm like the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what I want to do is go with the flow, girl. <laughs> Feel free. That's what I want to do. Listen, that's what I always want to do. Um, however, uh, it don't always go. It don't always go down like that. It don't. Uh, as a child, I didn't always feel like I had a defender or like I had, you know, a protector. Uh, so I developed one. For myself, mm. and for a while, I got that um, what's it called? I got that 
reputation of being aggressive and being like, don't mess with Cassie or, you know? No, I feel it. And one day I just sat back and I was like, that don't really resonate with me. Hmm. That don't really feel like it's me for real. Um, And I had to sit back and think about, well, what is me? And to be honest, every day I'm learning, like I'm learning more and more about myself. I recently learned that I'm not aggressive at all. I am not, listen, I'm not That's not like me. I'm not hard. I'm not, I'm not none of that. I'm soft. I am gentle. I am easy. I am smooth. Okay. I am those things. in my life where I can just like settle in that and I don't have to be afraid. I spent a lot of time in life just being afraid of everything and wanting to control everything and I think that that's similar for a lot of people. Tell me about it. We just struggle with you know things. Actually we struggle with people just being themselves like we can't even just let people be themselves Mm-mm. can we uh-huh. judge we quick to judge and if Listen. it's not if it's not the way that we view it then it's what, what are you doing if people understood what judgment actually was they would be very slow to get there because before you can look outwardly and judge anyone the first thing you do is take that ruler and you measure it up against yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you look at me and the way I'm dressed and you call me provocative or a hussy or whatever, those must be all things that you already assessed about yourself. And maybe you wanted to wear that, but you didn't because you judged yourself. And now you've got to project that outwardly so that you can sustain the beliefs that you have about life and things like that. But it's possible for you to have your own beliefs without, you know, regurgitating it on top of all of us. That is true. (laughs) You got to learn how to stable your mind. Yes. And basically, how can I put this, y'all? Basically, understanding the fact that people are different and understanding that you got to be mindful. Because every time I walk or every time I go somewhere, every time I look at somebody, I always think and I always say, I say a prayer for them, first of all, and I'd be like, whatever they going through, whatever they going through, no, don't know what it is, just ease it out just a little bit for them. And then I be mindful, like, you don't know what they're going through. So I can't be quick to judge you because you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know. You don't know half the shit I go through. And well, how can I be quick to judge you when I can't, I can't even see straight. But I'm sitting, but I'm sitting there looking at you. And I'm sitting there looking at you. And I'm caca. Like, come on. Looking at you and me at the same time. But you want to sit there and judge somebody. And like, 
Come on now, like your shit don't stink. This for the people in the back. Y'all hear me. And when you come across someone who really is very abrasive and they are just hard, okay? They hard on everybody. Those are the ones that you, you need to send out a special special little something for because mm-hmm. that voice, like this voice that I'm speaking to you with and the one you're speaking to me with is the one that you listen to all day long. <laughs> Yep. You are talking to yourself mostly. You are interacting with yourself. Thank you. More, way more than you are interacting with anybody, anybody else. In physical or Girl, I talk. Okay. I tell you, I and talk to myself so no much. You gonna talk to me, sweet? Why are you talking to yourself ugly all day? Yes. There is absolutely no way. So me, when I hear somebody, they sound a little. Mm, I'm like, oh, I can just feel your pain. You, you are just in pain, mm-hmm. and it's like there could be like an opportunity to maybe lash back out, or you know, oh, you can't, whatever. But again, it takes that mindfulness and that awareness so that you can be moving through, you know, moving through life. Um, most appropriately and most beneficial for you right so what speaking of that like they can tie into self-care what are some steps or what is the the importance of self-care see your pupils let me see what Listen, you look like you see if you are deserving of care but i wouldn't have dragged myself up all the way up in here unless i needed this care exactly and that takes a toll on you you know having this experience where someone who has the key to your remedy and you've got to convince them that you need it in the first place that is just i've heard so many horror stories people have died Mm -hmm. because the doctor has sent them home thinking that nothing's wrong
ourselves in a position where we are empowered, okay? But we can't be empowered unless we take control over the things that we can control. Exactly. So with that being tied, that kind of goes into like mental health kind of. So like, what are your thoughts about the mental health in the black community? Girl, listen. I know. I'm coming with it. I'm coming with the heat. I had a conversation with my mom most recently in which she was arguing that survival is more important than mental health. Hmm. Like having survival, like having food, clothes, and shelter is more important than your mental health. And I said, girl, I know you done been down Palmish Lakes. Palmish Lakes is a, a road here where there are actually quite a few um, mentally unstable homeless people. Mm. And there's this one guy in particular, if anyone in my area is watching this, they're going to know who I'm talking about, okay? Um, he's just, you can just tell he's someplace else. Right. It's not, his mental health is not. And then he's homeless. So I'm like, okay, so you want a full belly with a jacked up head? No. No. I told her you can go weeks without food. Weeks without food. But how many days can you go outside of your head? Not even a second. Nah, sis, I can't do it. I cannot do it. And I understand that's an extreme example. However, it's like your quality of life is determined by your mental health because you are in your mind so much. Mm. So to me, I see them both as important, but it's like for some reason, that older generation, um, it's almost like if they admit that mental health is important, then they're going to have to start dealing with it. You know what I mean? And that's once you get a, a, past a certain age, you settled and there's nothing else you're trying to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it, it sucks because those who are who have the most power to do something about it are usually the ones who are in denial of its mm. importance, its existence, um, all of that. So what what do you think um, your mental health stands right now? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, girl. You just you asking me all these heavy questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my mental health has definitely been tried mm-hmm. as of lately. And I was definitely tempted to slip into a little bout of depression. Um, however, thankfully, you know, I took a week off because um, I really needed it. I didn't, I didn't recognize how hard I had been pushing myself for um, for the book release, and there was just so much going on. And so when I canceled, I was like knocked down, you know, 
and put into a place of reflection. Right. Um, like just assessing myself, honestly assessing my ability. But after that week, you know, I just, I just had to step out of it because I knew because of my experience, I knew exactly where I was. Right. And I knew what I needed to do to avoid falling down, like spiraling, because I have spiraled, honey. I have spiraled. Tell me about it. Crying myself to sleep. Listen, I, I I definitely have experienced the struggle. And having had that experience, I knew that what I was feeling was not it wasn't factual. Mm-hmm. Um so most recently I really just had to, you know, just dust myself off and, you know, give myself a hug. You know, hug yourself. Get over, yeah, get over myself. Really, get over my bruised ego, mm. and just stop telling myself lies. Mm. Girl, Penny, Penny, y'all just don't know. I'm asking these questions, like, because I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, I try to get the the gist of it, because I don't, I don't. Just because I do a podcast on mental health doesn't mean that I'm just a professional in mental health. I learn from you guys. I gather my wisdom and my experience from talking to other people and just basically getting that confirmation that I'm on the right track. And you have really said some really great things tonight. Like, for real, like. We here. And y'all believe it or not, this yes. is our first time really just like boom boom. And like I feel her energy through the through the through the phone. Like seriously. Like shout out to you and your energy because it's Thank immaculate. So it's immaculate. And hey everybody that's in the chat. I know I ain't I'm seeing I re- I'm reading it, y'all. Just you know, we in this conversation. <laughs> but what's up, y'all? I'm glad to have y'all here. So if y'all have any questions for her, write it, type it up in the chat. Or you got questions for me, type it up in the chat. We want to, you know, answer some questions. You know, we are here. This is a full family moment, you know? So another question. Um, What would you consider to be like your biggest downfall? And how did you handle it? Oh my God, girl. Let me tell you, my biggest downfall or just struggle has just been accepting that I'm alone. Mm. Mm. Girl, you just, ooh, child, I felt that in my spirit. <laughs> that is big. Okay, it is big just because there was so much that I was doing to avoid mm. being alone. Mm. I was, and I don't, I don't even mean like in a romantic sense or like being single. That's not what I mean. I mean, just knowing (laughs) you are alone. And even if you got somebody, you're with them alone. You're still alone. You're still alone. 
okay? As a child, I was like very fearful. Everything scared me. And being alone scared me, honey. Like there would be times I would not like, I wouldn't close my door. Mm. Listen, I slept with the lights on until I came to sleep. <laughs> Hey, I still see with that TV on there. That TV can be a good light. I'm telling you. Put you some dreams in your head. So, it has been a struggle. But once I recognized it, and I was, like, ready to do something about it, oh, my God. Like, to see the changes and just my heart just started to just settle down. Just calm down a little bit, you just- know? Because I wasn't running and chasing after you. I wasn't sacrificing myself to gain the affection of others. Mm. Girl, y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? For the people in the back, did you hear that? But we do have a question in the comments. What is a good self-care routine? I have one, then uh, you go first, and I'll tell you what mine is. What I would say is that we are all unique, okay? So I could give you an example, but I want to encourage you to copy that example. I would encourage you to see in what ways that applies to you, okay? So one thing I started this year, I watched this um, reel this girl she was doing things for herself right mm-hmm. but she was doing it for her future self mm. so she made her bed she's like I'm gonna make my bed for my future self my future self will love this oh I'm gonna put this aside I'm gonna fix myself lunch for my future self oh I'm gonna take out this meat for my future self oh, I'm gonna do all these things and at first it was kind of weird to me but then it clicked because sometimes it takes for us to put it that way for it to resonate right like uh maybe i'm just not i'm not gonna just wake up and make my bed but if i wake up and think about my future self it just turns the pov and doing things with that light has really improved my personal Mm self-care to the point where I'm like actually doing like cute little things for myself but hey I'll wash the dishes tonight for my future self like I got your back future self you're not gonna wake up to these dirty dishes okay future self gonna have to still suffer with that one cause them dishes lord they be killing me (laughs) it was a Jam, it was such an eye opener when I came across that information. Mm-hmm. So, like, with uh, with my self care, it's kind of weird because it's like my self care comes with a lot of mental preparation, mm-hmm. and so it's like, okay, start off, huh, take your medicine first. Take take your medicine first, Bruce. Like, get your mental together to, to prepare yourself for today. Because if I don't, no, actually, it really starts at nighttime because I have to take my medicine at night 
then I wake up and I take my ADHD medicine. So it's like I start at night to get a good sleep, to wake up, to prepare myself to have a good day. If my sleep is messed up, then my day is going to be messed up. But if I have a good sleep, oh, she good. She good to go. But just basically encourage, trying to encourage myself, because I'm still getting better at this, y'all. Like, I still have my days where I'm like, woof, 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 at myself, like, very much so. But it starts with basically being encouraging to myself. Um... I try, I don't know if it's hard for that, but it's hard for me to make decisions. Like, I'm I'm a very much nonchalant, I do not know, I do not care type of person. Like, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. So, to get better, I have to start making those decisions. And I feel like that's good with self-care because you're now putting yourself up front and being uh, with decision-making because that's how you get to where you're gonna go you can't sit there and have a direction so you're gonna go left or right and you're like i don't know i just go middle when there's nothing in the middle you have to have a direction to go whether you choose it whether whether it's left or right but either way the, the trick is y'all that no matter which direction you go it's still gonna be a positive outcome in either direction you can't expect the words out of out of either or you gotta expect positive out of both so whether you choose left today, whether you choose right tomorrow, you have to still choose positivity. You still have to choose uh, encouragement. You still have to choose um, positive thinking. You still have to choose all those type of things. And it starts with there. And I feel like that takes a big part of self-care because, like, you know, I forget, you know, I, I forget, to, like, I forget to wash my face sometimes. Like, uh, you know, I feel like self-care can be more than just physical aspects. It has to be more a spiritual, a more of a um, mental, and it can, and it has to be physical. But when you start with your mental first, the physical and everything else follows through. Because once you think good, you feel good. And once you feel good on the inside, then it shows on the outside. Just like what you eat shows, just like what you eat can show on the outside. So I feel like that can be a great example of self-care and notifying yourself that it's all about where you want to where can you see yourself and where you want to put yourself so that's all i got y'all you know your girl came with a deep you know usually i don't do that but you know you know one thing you can do this girl was like you ever had somebody you didn't know just read you like hey i gotta talk to you and just tell you about your life girl I had this girl pull me to the side and I was at work with me and she just starts reading me and um, so I decided to ask her a question there was a guy at the time that I was really interested in and um, we were getting to know each other so I brought him up and she was like oh oh you got a guy huh and she says to me I will never forget this she says oh, you know, if you had a chance to show them how you really feel, like, you know, maybe y'all go away for a weekend or something like that, what would you do for him? Like, what would, even if it wasn't him, what would you do for, you know, the man in your life? Girl, listen. <laughs> I got a husband, I'm, I'm still asking that I'm question. A, I would cater to you kind of, kind of girl, okay? Okay, I would cater to you kind of girl. So I started to break down all the elaborate things 
that I wanted to do for this man. You know what she said? She turned around and she said, how many of those things have you ever done for yourself? Mm. Girl, when I say two peak, this this lady knocked me out. I was like, that's and that's girl i feel like you that was meant for me because i'm married and like he's more of a physical like emotional person than i am sometimes and i could get sometimes i get kind of selfish i ain't gonna lie to you i get kind of selfish but i feel like because i don't do it for myself as often it makes it hard to do it for others because i'm not used to doing it for myself once I get it for myself, then I can do it for others, which I'm working Amen. on. That's Amen. which I'm working Amen. on. Listen, do it for yourself. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with letting people know because that's the space that it put me in. Like, mm-hmm. I had to, every every little instance, like, hey, Cass, can you do this? Hey, can Cass, can you do that? I don't mm-hmm. Have I done that for myself? Right. I'm a rain check. I'm, I'm a double back to check up on you, but I got some things that I have to do for myself. And it's like, even now, you know, I have someone in my life and I will show him my affection, but it always comes back to me. Mm-hmm. Always, it's always, hey, you know, it's it always comes back to me. And there ain't a damn thing I'm going to do for him that I have it first done for myself. Done for myself. So a little power to you, and you let them know. You let them know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm loving this conversation. Snaps and claps, snaps and claps. All right, so we have an, another question. Girl, thank you for coming with these questions because my iPad show is dead. <laughs> And all my questions are on there. All right. So, do y'all think your mental health has to do with your spiritual journey? Yes. Most definitely. Do you want to answer first? You go first. Okay. I feel like your mental health has to do something with your spiritual journey because it ties into. Because in reality, your spiritual intake can take can goes within your mind it goes within your mind and it goes within your heart so it starts with your mind first because it starts with a thought when you have that thought and it starts war when you have that faith if you have faith in yourself to uh to believe in a higher being you can have faith within your mental health to have a clear conscience you have to look at the two together you can't just separate the two because they're all intertwined that's it it's your physical is intertwined with it because you have to think it before you do it because you have to think about working out before you go work out you have to um same as with your spiritual you have to you think about what you pray before you pray it because you 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 process it so when you process the things that you go through or you process your mental health they can help you better your need for your mental. It's all about the stigma of the mindset. Because it all comes from the mindset. Because it all starts with a thought. So that's why I feel like it intertwines with the two. Um, from what I understand, 
understand uh, we as beings, um, we have many selves, okay? Um, for example, we have seven selves. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our physical self, we have our social self, we have our emotional self, we have our mental self, we have our spiritual self. Um, and I think that all of these things, like, from the teachings that I've received, it's like you start with the physical. Mm-hmm. And once you master these selves, then you are raised to higher levels and you gain access to higher levels of yourself. So um, from what I understand, you got to go through the mental in order to get to the spiritual. Hmm. I think that what you were saying was spot on, you know, if your mental's jacked up, I mean, you can't even, you can't even just be, you know, right. in, a peace, in a peaceful manner, you know, you're probably trying to take everybody down with you. So I think it's, it's definitely the two go in hand for sure. And it messes up if you, like you said, when you're just jacked up, it messes with your, because you start to lose faith. And that's the biggest thing with spirituality is faith. You have to have faith. And then, like they, like they said in the Bible, all you need is faith of a mustard seed. If your faith, if you don't even have faith of the mustard seed, how can you sit there and say you're on a spiritual journey? You can't. How can you say that? that? <laughs> it doesn't make no sense. You cannot sit there and say, "Oh, I, uh, I'm on this, I'm on a spiritual journey, and I'm trying to find myself," but you don't even have faith in yourself to even seek out what you are believing yes, or what you are doing. So gems. you have to, you have to treat your mindset, y'all. Do y'all hear me? I'm preaching now. You have yes, to treat you your mindset like it's on a journey, because it is a journey. And once you go through that journey, and once you better yourself, and you figure it out. It works for the better and it all ties into one because you have faith and not only you have faith in whatever you believe in you then you have faith in yourself because then yourself can help you grow i'm gonna gonna drop the mic on that one boop (laughs) but yes though yeah thank you Thank you, y'all. That, that was a good one. That was good. That was good. So, yeah. Uh, what else I got to ask you before we head out? Because it is 10. So, we did our little hour. I know it came It came by quick. Shit. Damn. Did. I did. I already did two recordings already. Mm. Yeah, we did two recordings already. Uh, what else? What? Uh, for the people who just not coming in... Let's give you um, more insight about what you have going on. So we're just going to repeat the first half because um, now we got people coming in now. So um, let's tell people more about your book and stuff and what how it ties with what we're talking about today. So um, this year I wrote my very first book. It's called Original Design. It is a guided self-study. So... It's not like your average book at all, um, because I, as an educator, I understand that first of all, when somebody picks up a big old thick book, it's 
that's not happening. <laughs> Unless you're that type of person to read big old thick Harry Potter books. And we got people out there like that now. Yeah. But most of us, especially most of us who need this information, um, are easily turned off. Easily, you know, led astray. So I did everything that I could to appeal to um, people with short attention spans, you know, just anyone who might have an obstacle in front of them preventing them from accessing this information. So it's really interactive. It's really hands-on. What I try to do is just break down the basics of the body. really trying to close those gaps so that we can feel empowered to take charge of our body, to take care of your body. I don't get too deep. I don't get too scientific, honey, because this ain't chemistry. And I'm not a chemist. I'm also not a doctor. So I'm not here trying to front and let you like let lead you to believe that I understand all the systems of the body because I do not. Um, however, I do know the basics. So I do my best to give you that information and I couple it with a study. So I give you charts and surveys that you can take to assess your own body. Mm. And great thing about it is you don't need a doctor's permission you don't need to consult anybody because you're not going to be making any changes the only thing you're going to be doing really is documenting yourself uh the book is broken up into four different parts um four pillars of health so that's like recognized by the the health community. The first one is exercise and movement, diet and nutrition, um, mood and stress management, and sleep and regeneration. Mm. Girls, we don't take our sleep for granted. I I don't know what we do, and we really should not. Our sleep is so important. The things that are happening when we are asleep, we are we are literally regrowing, rebuilding, regenerating ourselves for the next day. And some of us aren't giving that um, that time of day the attention and, and the honor it deserves because it is it is critical. Right there. There are not a lot of things that your body can force you to do, but going to sleep is one of those things that can stick it out really. You don't got to discuss it with you. None of that. You could be driving. If if your body says, oh, oh, you thought it was a good idea to, to not, not give me no sleep for the past two days. Okay. We don't see what's up. We don't see what's Knocked what. out. Me. And there's nothing you can do I love it. I can't wait. I'm. I can't wait. Like, like I said, a good day for me starts off with a good night's sleep. So as long as I get my sleep at night, and I can't wait. I can't wait to read that chapter. 
And so my sister-in-law said, where can we get the book? We got it, y'all. I'm a. It's gonna be. It's gonna be in the group. It's gonna be in the description. Mm. I believe me. I know that's how I totaled my first car, falling asleep behind a wheel in my early twenties. It's crazy. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're doing okay. I'm so glad you're doing well. I'm so glad you are. That didn't hurt you, Celeste. Cause I don't know what I'd do without you. That's my friend Celeste. She's amazing. Um. But y'all, we're going to end it on this note. Um, thank y'all so much for the love. Thank you so much for coming in, Cass, and just sharing your story and just thank chopping it up me. with me. Thank this you was so amazing. Much. Twitter, talk so much. This was amazing. Like, this is what we needed for tonight. Okay. A good nightcap. So, uh, I just want to say uh, I'll be hearing from y'all. Not Sunday, because I have somewhere to be. I have to be at church. So, I'll be here from y'all next Sunday. Uh, possibly Wednesday. And just hit me up, y'all. Y'all know where to find me. So, y'all be easy, be breezy. Oh, yeah. We end with a quote. Inhale. Exhale. It is all well. All of this will be a part of the story you will tell. So, y'all be blessed. Have a good night. Good night. Peace. Bye.